You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, December 20th. I'm Donald Ware. Tomorrow is the Celebration Bowl. The HBCU National Championship will be decided on tomorrow. North Carolina A&T and Alcorn State going to meet. Sorry we missed you or apologies that we missed you on yesterday, but we're here today. One more day until the Celebration Bowl. And uh, on today, I um, had a chance to catch up with Sam Washington, the head football coach uh, at North Carolina A&T. Now, we did put in a request to also catch up with Alcorn State head football coach Fred McNair. Uh, we did not hear back on that request. So today, you'll hear exclusively from Sam Washington, the head football coach at North Carolina A&T here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Well, for a couple of weeks there, we wasn't sure who we'll be playing. So we put a lot of time and emphasis on uh, fundamentals and just technique and working on the little things um, and went back to what we call uh, fundamental practice. And uh, But uh, for the past two weeks now, well, for the second week, um, you know, preparing for Alcorn uh, has been um, a challenge. Uh, they're a very worthy team. You know, we boast about it. this is our fourth uh, appearance. This is their third. So they are a championship uh, caliber team, and uh, we have to pay, uh, prepare as such. Is it – I know you, we, you always say this, we do chicken. So is it that kind of scenario here because th- this being your fourth time, you've had that four weeks now pre- to prepare. Has there been anything different maybe this year that, that you've done differently than maybe in the past three? No, not really. Um, but I will say, you know, you, you can do chicken. Sometimes you can put some gravy on it. <laughs> so – so we'll stew a little bit and put a little gravy on it, change it up a little bit. But uh, for the most part, uh, you know, we're going to do what we do and just, um, you know, hopefully do it well. Uh, football comes down to run, block, and tackle. You know, you can scheme it up and do things, but uh, if you do those three things well, you have a chance. Take us through the preparation. I mean, there was there was layers to this, if you will. So you didn't. It could have been Southern Grambling, Alcorn State. You could have played. Then it once the the Bayou Classic was over, you knew it was going to be either Southern or Alcorn. And then ultimately, it was Alcorn. So take us through that preparation in terms of preparing for one of three teams. Well, uh, that's what made it more difficult. You know, uh, not knowing. And, and uh, who do you prepare for? And, uh, you know, we had an idea of what Alcorn, you know, can and will do. But the other two, you know, was a lot different. So we we did pull off one or two things that they did, um, Southern would do, um, that's a little different than uh, Alcorn. And then we pulled off one or two things that Gremlin does that's a little different. Uh, so we would at least would not be behind and um, – but we didn't put a whole lot of emphasis on it at that time. 
and, and, and pretty much just stuck to the plan, and um, that's work on us. How healthy are you going into this? Obviously, you, you, you have some weeks to get some guys healthy. How healthy are you? Uh, almost 100%, you know, with the exception of uh, Antoine Wilder. We have everyone back, knock on wood, and, uh, and just grateful. You know, that's, uh, that rarely happens. And, and uh, it's almost like at the beginning of the season when you have all your, your weapons available, and, uh, and we have them all. How do you adjust? I mean, to your – the thing we've talked about is, is a lot of times it's a plug-and-play. But the thing about Antoine, he's just one of those – he's just – he's a football player, yes. nasty on the field and all of that. So how do you adjust to not having him and that type of attitude on the football field? It's very difficult, to be honest. But uh, what we will do, we'll keep him on the sideline. So we've, we'll have that energy very close to us. But uh, he certainly would be missed. And uh, as you stated, he's an impact player. And uh, he's one of those guys that make players around him better uh, because of his uh, effort and his want to. Let's talk a little bit about Alcorn State. Um, obviously champions of the SWAC, uh, two times over, six times uh, in a row, Eastern Division champs uh, of the SWAC. Uh, your thoughts overall uh, about Alcorn State? Um, a very solid football team, um, a very fast football team, a uh, very well-coached football team, and um, they champions. You know, uh, as you stated, they won the conference, uh, the Eastern side, six times in a row. You know, so they, they're doing something right, you know. So um, we're looking forward to the challenge, and uh, we're looking forward to them bringing their uh, A game and um, – and we compete. Guy like a, a Felix Harper, uh, 29 touchdowns on the season to just five interceptions. He wasn't even the starter coming in. It was Noah Johnson, who uh, you are very familiar with. Uh, he takes over the Reigns' third game of the season and has just kind of gone uh, from there. Your thoughts on, on, on the Braves quarterback, Felix Harper? Well, uh, Felix is one that uh, has been in the program for four years. You know, he, he's a red shirt junior. So it's not like uh, this is his first rodeo. So he's very experienced in his own way. And then, um, you know, when you're watching, you know, from behind the scenes, you get to see a lot more than you would realize. Uh, than the, so uh, he's prepared. He, he's, uh, he's a player. And I'm very impressed with his patience. Uh, he, he does a very good job extending plays with his feet, keeping his eyes downfield. And, uh, and making necessary throws. So um, he's going to be a challenge for us. How does this Alcorn State in 2019 compare to last year's Alcorn State team? Um, uh, quite uh, similar, but not the same. Uh, last year I thought they were a better run team. Um, the quarterback in particular, Noah, he was special, you know, with his feet and uh, had that, you know, explosive uh, play power. Uh, he could turn a, a five-yard gain to an 80-yard touchdown. So um, this year's team uh, is more balanced. Uh, they're doing a lot more three-step passing, a lot of the quick uh, passing game. And then, uh, you know, they have those tall, lengthy receivers, and uh, they'll throw the ball vertically. And, uh, you know, last year they weren't expected to throw the ball very much. But uh, this year, uh, a very balanced attack. 
your overall thoughts on Alcorn State from a defensive perspective? Uh, their defense? Yes. Uh, uh, solid, but uh, I thought uh, they were a little better last year, in my opinion. Uh, they had two kids last year that were very difficult to block. And number 55 and 37. I'm not very good with names, but I remember numbers. The ends, yeah. Them boys were something. They were. Yeah. And, and um, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see. Uh, I think it's going to be very competitive uh, up front. I'm, I'm willing to see our offensive line versus their defensive line. Um, I think it's going to be a, a hard-fought ball game. Any thoughts? I know you say you may not be great with names, but their linebacker, Muhammad, uh, I mean, I think he's well-known. Any thoughts on him? Everybody know him. I know him. But uh, Muhammad's a special kid, and uh, he has everything. He has the size, the speed, uh, the smarts, and and, uh, he's a football player. And uh, he's the the quarterback of the defense. So, um, But uh, we're going to make him – going to make him play and um, we're going to go right at him he won't have to look for us I promise you that Uh, one of the things interesting um, for you the first time around 2015 you were the defensive coordinator Uh, Fred McNair was the offensive coordinator now these last two times you guys have been hit both head coaches of the respective teams can you speak to some of the challenges of going up against Fred McNair well, um, one thing about it, all these teams going to be solid. They're going to be fundamentally sound, and they're going to play hard. And that's all you can coach can ask. If you get your kids prepared and they play hard, and then let the chips fall where they may. So uh, those two things you can assure. Uh, he, he'll have them ready to play. For you, how are you growing as the head football coach here at A&T and now your second season? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what I am. I'm, I'm really enjoying um, the journey. And, um, again, I work with some of the finest young men uh, that walk the face of the earth. And I work with some of the finest coaches. So uh, life is good for me right now. And, and just to deviate just a little bit, recruiting because it's the early period and all that, how's that sort of coming along? Oh, I think recruiting is going um, great, knock on wood. Um, you know, we – we we hope to um, sign at least six in this early period, uh, at least five. Uh, so uh, and and that looked very promising. And if that to happen, uh, kind of give us a little edge. We get the opportunity to work with these kids um, in in spring. So they get spring ball, uh, summer and camp. So give them three opportunities to prepare for next season, uh, which is I think is a huge advantage. Ruiz is, I mean, he's leading FCS in terms of field goals made per game, 21 out of 25. He's hitting 84% of his field goals. Much different kicker than he was last year. It was a two-point ball game last year. So how great does it feel knowing that you have a kicker like Ruiz and what he's been able to do so far this year? Oh, I, I, You know what? It's like having a, a secret weapon or an extra hand grenade, a, a big bazooka. His, I'm telling you, it's everything. Now, uh, today in practice, this morning in practice, he was perfect. You know, we went for a five-minute kick, put right hash, left hash, and he went all the way back to 57 yards without a miss. And that's, that's impressive. So that's going to wrap up today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm headed to Atlanta 
today. Look forward to being in the ATL. Look forward to um, par- to partaking in some of my favorite spots in terms of food in Atlanta. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to calling that game tomorrow. Uh, if you want to listen to the game, actually uh, coming on with the pregame show at 11 a.m., I will have the link to listen to the game on my personal Twitter account at dware one at dware one also on my personal Instagram account, which is where Donald where Donald. So looking forward to a great celebration bowl. We'll have a special Monday morning edition, manic Monday edition of the HBCU football daily podcast to wrap up. And actually we'll go Monday and Tuesday. We'll wrap up the uh, the game itself, and then we will talk about um, who was named HBCU National Champions on Takeaway Tuesday uh, on Christmas Eve as uh, we uh, are going to wrap up the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on uh, for this season on Tuesday. Don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can download the podcast online, listen online as well at BoxToRow.com as well as iHeartMedia.com. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk Look, with you on Manning. But I always make the same mistakes, yeah. Always make the same mistakes, cause I'm bad in love. Ooh, ooh, but you can't blame me for trying. <laughs>